Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Mornings are hard. Your sports radio show doesn't have to be. I'm so happy you guys are still alive. I am excited. I am so happy. Laugh and learn every morning aboard the mothership. A good day with DA. Hey, Doc. I do love the Doc. Happy being alive day. Mornings on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. 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 Happy being alive day, everybody. We are here tomorrow morning. We've got Bob's Bar 3. If you are planning to attend, you still need the address. I direct your queries to Mraz via email or DM. He is doing the screening process. It's pretty easy. It's kind of like going through TSA pre-check these days. They kind of look at your ID. They kind of check to make sure you got nothing in your pocket. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, fine. Just go. That's kind of like Mraz's screening (laughs) process these days. I don't know about that. You're fine. Just go. You're fine. (laughs) So you'll want that address. That's how Mraz is giving it out, one by one, uno by uno, okay? But the door is open right around 6. Mraz and Nancy and Bob, specifically Nancy, has been nicknamed Ancy Nancy because she does not want people congregating outside at 5 o'clock in the morning tailgating. She is worried that people have their windows open overnight to let the breeze come in on a cool summer night. And she doesn't want people being woken up by the aliens tailgating outside their house tomorrow morning. So if you do come before 6 a.m., that's fine. Just you'll hand your keys to Zach if he's up and out there. And then you'll just wait in your car. You'll drink your coffee quietly, and then at 6 a.m. when the doors open, you can go roughshod. <laughs> at that point, you can run around the, the yard like we're playing tag. Uh, and Bob is also going to have a conversation with Zach when he arrives about two specific houses not to park in front of because oh. he's worried about those being the cop-calling neighbors. So oh, yeah. He, said his, he actually asked me, I said, is Zach really parking cars? I need to have a conversation with him. I'm like, well, have at it then. Oh, my God. If only we had the technology. If Cap had some type of call tapping technology where we could tape the call between Bob and Gelb. Oh, no, it won't be a call. It'll be the moment Zach arrives. My dad wants first word with him on the scene. So Cap might be able to capture video of that. 
All right, so we need we need Cap to capture video of this powwow between Bob the Deli Man instructing <laughs> Gelb where not to park Moist Pork's car because he's worried one of the neighbors. That's the that could be the cop calling neighbor. And and my wife has also told me to tell Zach she needs a spot as close as possible to unload the kids at eight a.m. as well. So <laughs> Zach is now going to be getting orders barked at him by people. Holy smokes. Well, there should be some reserved spots outside think. of Bob and Nancy's. There, there really should be. It's kind of like where the head coach parks at the facility. There should be a Nancy spot. There should be a Danielle spot. And, uh, and do we know when Zach, we're going to hear from Gelb actually this morning. He has little, little Easter egg for us. Do we know when he's arriving tomorrow morning? I told him get there by 5.30. Okay. That was my plan. I, I will okay. be there at about 5.15. So anything before then, you're going to be sadly lost. When you show up at 5.15, what do you think you encounter? Um, My mom um, pacing and A maybe, nervous wreck. Yeah, chain smoking on the other side of the pool, perhaps. <laughs> my dad dust busting the couch cushions on the outdoor couch, possibly. Sean, somebody named Dan of Mechanicsburg is already outside. He's been here since 422. <laughs> There's no doubt. When are these heathens going to leave? <laughs> <laughs> no music till 8 a.m. Sean, I hope you have enough eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Your father's knee is acting up again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it'll be a lot of that tomorrow. A lot of anxious moments. Tomorrow morning, Bob's Three. I like calling it the third annual Bob's Bar Show, but I also like nicknaming it after the Super Bowls. So tomorrow <laughs> is Bob's Three. Well, then do we have a guarantee to go along with Namath and Super Bowl Three? <laughs> yeah, Boyle's butt cheeks <laughs> will be exposed. <laughs> I got up there on the podium and I told him, Boyle's butt cheeks are going to be exposed. I guarantee it. <laughs> there's, a pic- there's a picture of Boyle who shirtless laying poolside as a young Brent Musburger interviews him. The <laughs> chest hair out. Nothing on. I don't have chest hair. Nothing on but a fur coat. That'd be great. <laughs> You'd start looking like Macklemore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We are going to talk to a young man who has set up a GoFundMe account to try to uh, make it here to the show. But before we do that, the SEC 2024 schedule is out. And I'm talking about next year's SEC schedule. So they've already done this. And let me just tell you, the SEC has become quite adept, adept at – Allowing the hype to just, like, go overdrive. Do we need next year's schedule in June of this year? Probably not. But the SEC knows how to poke and prod people to talk about them. So I appreciate that. They've given us the home and away schedule of all opponents. Remember, they are doing away with divisions. And so there is not the traditional SEC West and SEC East. They've scrapped that for one big league although they've kept a lot of the traditional rivalries. Whereas here's my favorite games on the schedule, okay? The number one with a bullet, and nobody can ignore this, nobody can argue this, the best 
game on the docket next season of the SEC is Bama-Georgia regular season. We've only gotten this traditionally in the SEC title game. They are the barometers in the SEC, obviously, by which all are measured, but they're not going to be in opposite divisions anymore. Alabama and Georgia will play next year. We don't know the date yet, but they will play at Bryant-Denny in Tuscaloosa. So Bama-Georgia, I mean, that could be a preview, obviously, of the national championship game. That could decide the SEC we get in the regular season. That's got to be the number one game next year on the SEC schedule, There's no doubt about it, and I almost wonder if the SEC tries to protect itself and have that game extremely early so somebody's not crushed late. Ooh, good point. You know, Georgia's still going to have to play Florida late, and Alabama obviously has the Iron Bowl late. I can't imagine they're going to want that game in late October. Yep, you're right. That is probably a late September game. That's probably a first-month game to make sure whoever loses has a chance to still snake their way into the SEC title game. For the record, Alabama's schedule in 2024 is pretty tough. Their home schedule, aside from Georgia, they'll get Auburn in Tuscaloosa. Away, though, on the road, they'll play at LSU, at Oklahoma, at Tennessee. So those are all pretty tough games. Georgia home, Iron Bowl home, but at LSU, at Oklahoma, at Tennessee, coming up next year, 2024. Whereas the second most intriguing game on the docket, I think, is the renewal of the old-school Big 12 rivalry, Texas and Texas A&M. Since A&M left for the SEC, a lot of hard feelings. There's more hard feelings now that Texas joined the SEC again, and so now the A&M Aggies can't chase, can't run from them. We get UT versus A&M. This game is going to be at Kyle Field, okay? And this one is big because there's a lot of hate and a lot of internal interstate hate. And so I think this is my second most favorite matchup of next year. Yeah, definitely. And Jimbo and company can't run and hide with all that booster money with Texas now back in the mix and playing them every year either. Yep. Now another A&M matchup that is interesting. And now Texas is going to be interesting because we assume Ark Manning is going to be playing next year. I, I find it hard to believe that Ark is not starting. That would be his junior? No, his sophomore year, right? He's going to be a freshman this year. Ark Manning. Right. So, yeah, I have a tough time believing he won't be the starting quarterback starting the sophomore year. And by the way, unless, of course, he transfers because he doesn't like the way he was handled on the bench this year. Mark Manning. Yep, correct. Uh, Another A&M matchup that I'm very interested by is A&M versus Florida. You've got Jimbo and the Aggies going to the swamp. So that should be interesting. That's kind of an, an atypical SEC matchup that we don't oftentimes see. So I'm looking forward to that. And Who knows? Let's see if Jimbo's even there in 2024. They were talking about trying to buy him out last year. If he has another underwhelming season this upcoming year, that's going to be more Uh, fuel to the fire. You know, it's interesting you say that. I agree with you, but I'm not so sure A&M wants to be going through a transition year the first year Texas is in the SEC. Mm. Maybe so. A&M's 2024 schedule at home at Kyle Field. They've got Arkansas, LSU, Texas, and Missouri. On the road, they got to go to Auburn. They got to go to the Swamp. They play at uh, Starkville, Mississippi State, and then at South Carolina as well. I've got a pair of Texas games also, Moraz, that I've got circled already. And again, part of this is the Arc Manning thing. But Texas versus Georgia, will Sarkeesian still be around next year? Sark taking on Georgia at Texas in Austin. 
And then also the Longhorns taking on the Gators also in Austin. So a good home slate for Longhorns fans. They get Florida and Georgia at home along with Kentucky and Mississippi State. On the road, they travel to Arkansas, to A&M, to Vandy, and then they get Oklahoma in Dallas. Texas had Vandy. That's the stuff we always wanted when the SEC was going to expand. When you think about SEC football, it just means more. You think about Longhorns versus Commodores. (laughs) (laughs) Any other games that you have circled that you like? Honestly, I'm more interested in the Oklahoma aspect of this more than Texas DA because... I mean, how many times are we going to see Oklahoma make a college football playoff, albeit that was during the Lincoln-Riley days there, where they really got bullied at times. They're home versus Alabama, home versus Tennessee. They're going to go to Death Valley and play LSU. I think all of those spots for Oklahoma, I think are going to be fascinating in their first year in the SEC. You're because right if they, about that. You know, if they get punched in the mouth in arguably all three of those games, and they play on the road in, uh, and obviously Auburn too, I mean, they're going to look really bad as far as SEC competing right away. Right, because Oklahoma was running away with the Big 12 year after year after year before last year when TCU obviously was yeah. excellent. But you, if they end up you know, getting handed four or five losses a year because they play in the SEC, that's really going to blow up their spot in, in, in Norman. Totally. So the SEC 2024 home and away opponents are out. The schedule itself is not out yet, but we know who's going to play who and where in 2024. Now, our next caller is based out of the Bay Area, and he I saw him tweet, I'm trying to go to the Bob's Bar show. Here's my GoFundMe account. And I was like, whoa. This is intense that this this young man is looking for some financial help to make it across the country for the Bob's Bar show. His name is Avery and he's based in California and he's called up this morning on the show. Before we get to that, he was actually at the reverse boycott game for the Oakland A's supporting the A's with all those crazy fans. And he joins us this morning on the show. Avery, good morning. Good morning, Damon. It's good to talk to you, buddy. First of all, hey, t- take us inside the Oakland Coliseum and what, what that was like. What was the vibe outside of the parking lot? What was the vibe inside of the stadium? The vibes were immaculate. Unfortunately, I didn't hit the parking lot because I took part. Um, there was a K-pop concert next door, so oh, the parking lot was a mess. Okay. You didn't go to the K-pop concert, though. Um, I actually did go after the A's game. I got in for free somehow. So I actually managed my way in there, too. How the hell did you do that? I just went on Twitter, and I looked up uh, twice tickets, and somebody was actually giving them away for free. So, Damn, and how was the K-pop concert? It was fun. My girlfriend was really into them, so I made her jealous. But she wasn't with you? No, she's in Dallas. Okay. All right, so what was better, the K-pop concert or going to the A's reverse boycott? Well, I guess for my taste, I would say the A's boycott. Um, right. It was the vibes were immaculate, and I would say baseball with the youth is still alive. Um, there was a young people everywhere, and parents made it a point to take their kids as well. Oh wow! So that they got yeah. a taste of the A's before the A's left. Yeah, I guess it is summer now, but um, yeah, it was nice to see kids there, and I think kids are still really into baseball and. A's have a lot of kids fans here in Oakland. It's really going to be sad when they leave. Are you a big A's fan? Yeah. I mean, the earliest memory I have is in sixth grade when I got a pack of cards from uh, 
my teacher actually because we were doing some event. We used to have a a program called Home Run Readers actually, and they would send us to the games for free if we just did a you know certain amount of uh, book reading. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. So this must be heartbreaking to see the A's probably leaving now. Oh yeah, it's terrible. Well, I wanted to to have you on the show. You actually, you and I have exchanged a lot of DMs over the last couple of days, and it started because I saw that you started a GoFundMe page. And here's the GoFundMe page, your description, which I was very impressed by. Embark on a heartfelt journey with me from San Francisco to Long Island as I strive to showcase unwavering dedication as a fan and overcome recent challenges. The annual Bob's Bar Show, hosted by CBS Sports Radio, beckons, and I'm reaching out for your support to make this extraordinary trip possible. Recently, I faced the unfortunate setback of losing my job, which has made things financially challenging. Supporting my girlfriend with rent has become a top priority, and every penny counts with these uncertain times. Despite these difficulties, I'm determined to turn the situation around and pursue my passion for the sports industry. Attending the Bob's Bar Show, and this is all very good to let people know why they'd be donating to a stranger. Attending the Bob's Bar Show not only signifies my commitment as a devoted fan, but also serves as an opportunity to further my career potential within the industry. Being present at this influential gathering allows me to network with professionals, gain valuable insights, and forge connections that can open doors for future opportunities. You finish up by saying, thank you for considering my request celebrating my love of sports your generosity will not only help me attend the bob's bar show but provides vital support during a challenging period okay so this is from avery on gofundme help get me to the bob's bar show now avery you and i have exchanged text messages and you're trying to do this on the cheap at first you were trying to just find a ride somebody that would drive you or was driving cross country from california to new york as you might imagine not a lot of people doing that today (laughs) so you had to look at other ways and so you and i kind of went back and forth and you tried to find a cheap plane ticket right and are we still looking at a plane ticket that's like 360 bucks or so or did that zoom up i think it zoomed up but i'm still willing to see what i can do okay um you also have a place to stay right you said your buddy lives in queens and so you have a place to crash once you get here Oh, yeah, that's one of my best friends. I could fly in there on a, without even telling him, and he would let me stay there. Did you tell him, though, that you might be coming in? Oh, yeah, he's interested in coming to the show as well. Oh, okay, so he might be coming with you. So does yeah. he think that this is a crazy idea by you? Uh, yes, he does. <laughs> he thinks it's crazy. Now, to this point in time, you have not gotten a donation on the GoFundMe page, but... No. You have been cobbling together some funds, and you have been trying to make it work, and so as I sit here today with you at 7.17 Eastern Time, 4.17 Pacific. By the way, did you wake yourself up to make this phone call? Correct. Okay, so you set an alarm to come call the show, which is why yeah. dedication is real. How are you <laughs> feeling? Do you, what, what's your percentage of confidence you can make this thing work tomorrow? Um, I'm looking at flights right now. And my um, mom actually said she has to drop somebody off at the airport today at 2. And I was like, wow, that, if that could work. Okay, so you could get – but there's multiple airports. Is it the airport you want to go to? No. Um, <laughs> okay, that's a problem. Yeah, there's – unless I can leave the airport right now, which would not be viable. Okay. So is your confidence level low, high, middle of the road? 
Uh, it's um, how it's it's uh, what's the Newark airport called? Yeah. Well, there's multiple New York airports, which is why I said search them all. Search Newark. Newark. Search no, LaGuardia. Uh, EW, search EW, JFK. The Newark Liberty is the one that's popping up right now. So the trip over to Long Island is far, but I might be able to do it. Okay, well, we need a little bit more conviction about this because it's tomorrow morning. Okay, so you got to get here today or tonight. So you, you really oh, yeah, have to pull be, some It'll strings. come in at midnight. So I'm wondering if uh, Subway is 24-7, right? Yes, our New York City subway is 24-7. You'll be able to get from any of the uh, any of the airports into New York City at any hour of the night and get to your buddy's house. There's no question about that. And you would have public transportation to get out to Bob's Bar because the subway would run from Queens and your buddy's house to the Long Island Railroad, and then the LIRR would have a stop at Bob's Bar. So have you seen the Travel Guide 1 sheet that I put together for people? Yeah, I did. Okay, so you looked at this. Okay, well, you and I have DM'd, so I want you to keep me posted over the course of this show, all right? So keep me updated on on where you are, prices of flights. Maybe we can help you out. We'll see. But I want to see if this plan kind of comes together because I'd love to see you. But, you know, there's going to have to be a big oomph on your side as well. Of course. Thank you. All right, buddy. We'll talk. All right, I'll keep in contact with you right now. All right, right on. There you go. Avery in the Bay Area, go fund me to come to Bob's Bar. Mraz, what's your take? I mean, I have an on-air take. I have an off-air take. Um, Look, I, I appreciate anybody trying to get there that badly. It does mean a lot. I appreciate the fandom. I would, I mean, if I could just say this delicately, maybe dump the girlfriend in Dallas that you're paying her rent for if you need to go fund me to fly to San Francisco. Well, there might be extenuating circumstances there. He and I chat a little bit about why that has taken place, and he's, okay. trying, to be the, he's trying to be a good boyfriend and keep a roof over his girlfriend's head, and he's thought about maybe moving to Dallas as well. Okay. You know, to, so All right, right, so we don't now, know everything. Just, okay. Right now, he's trying to do the right thing. All right. Look, I'm not. I'm never going to not support somebody having uh, fandom enough to fly. My only concern here is that if you wanted to do it, you've got to have more detailed plans less than yeah. 24 hours away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, if you don't have a dollar 23 and a half hours away from showtime and you're three time zones away, I don't want to say you have no shot, but I would say the clock is ticking. The you. clock is ticking. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I want Avery to know, like, this is a big challenge and you don't want to just ask for people's money without having a game plan. I really liked his, his summary of why he wants to be here and, and the donation purpose but I would also be like, okay, if you're Avery and you're asking for people's money, you got to be like, this is the flight I got to get on. We need to raise this much money by this time. This is my ride to the airport. This is how I'm getting there. This is, I've researched getting to my buddy's house, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of things that have to go into flying across country tomorrow morning. <laughs> if he came in, do you think Nancy would be antsy about Avery from the Bay Area. I, I, I will just say I am, I'm getting a flood of texts from Bob that is not necessarily pro-Avery's travel right now. <laughs> uh, 
Your dad is not pro Avery yeah. Covenant? Uh, yeah, I, I I don't even feel comfortable sharing some oh, Antonio, no, to be honest no. with you. Yeah. Did he not represent himself well with that phone call? Uh, this is the first time I've seen Bob send a negative text reflecting you personally. So Me things, personally? I think we should pull the ripcord on this conversation oh, and take it off. I, I'm trying to support a young man who's got uh, a dollar I got this quote, DA promises to be controlled. Encouraging a guy 24 hours out to fly from San Francisco is not controlling this. We need to limit the people, not keep keep expanding it. <laughs> So it's just about a number? Just I about think, one more guy? I, I think he's hit the peak on the amount of people we're encouraging to come. I'm just... He's well, listening now. This is awkward. My dad's listening now live. You're, well, you're well, okay, well, hang on. Hang on. Okay. Bob. Bob. <laughs> I would not put you in harm's way. In my estimation, Avery would be coming solo. Okay? He might bring his roommate or his buddy, whatever. But that would be the same as me inviting the Bourbon Bell and AJ, right? It's just two more well, people, and you would certainly well, not close the door to him. I, what we're I, trying I, to vet I, is people that have the best intentions. And if a guy puts together on a dollar and a dream to fly out here, well, I mean, we got to support that dream, don't we? That's what Bob's I, Bar is. It's about dream making. So I'm going to answer for him because I've already gotten the rebuttal of that before you even answered, and the answer would be... <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of guy who's not going to leave, basically. <laughs> if he's done all this to stay, he ain't out the door at any point in the afternoon. I see. So the worry is that a guy that flies in the day before from the Bay Area is a guy that's going to sleep in the yard for a couple basically, of Basically, and not get the hint and be basically looking to see when Bob's ordering Domino's around 8 o'clock. <laughs> I see. I see. Well, Bob has my my word on this. I am extremely grateful that he's opened up our doors to us. We are all extremely grateful. And I promise to be the leader of a clean sweep when needed. Okay? If there comes a time and Bob rings the bell and goes, everybody go home. I'm playing bouncer along with Pat Boyle's muscle. Gelb is even bigger than me. We're doing a clean sweep. We're taking Avery and Moist Pork. We're knocking their heads together and throwing them out. We're going to toss Avery out, kind of like tossing DJ Jazzy Jeff out on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air right out on the street. Don't worry. I promise to be present for the clean sweep when needed. Okay? All right. Yeah. I mean, we need to break for Tyler Dunn, but I, I'm fielding a lot here from Bob that <laughs> I, I'm for the front, you know, let's, let's not get, put the event in jeopardy here. Let's get to break. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Avery sounds like you're not invited. Sorry. When we come back here on the show, Tyler Dunn joins us on the Bills drama, DA, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I don't want to say the wrong thing because it's not Scranton. I'm pretty sure I'm going to Scrotum, Pennsylvania. DA on CBS Sports Radio. Nope. Welcome back. You can always watch the show, and you should, because tomorrow's Bob's Bar show is going to be one for the record books. You can watch us on YouTube. Go to the CBS Sports Radio channel on YouTube, and full episodes are archived, so if you miss any part of tomorrow's show, you can always watch the entire show on YouTube, and last year's entire show on YouTube as well. You can also watch us on Twitch and at WatchDA.com. He's the founder of Go Long, a home for long-form NFL football coverage. He's also the author of The Blood and Guts, How Tight Ends Saved Football. Joining us this morning on the show from Western New York is our friend Tyler Dunn. Ty, good morning. Good morning. What's happening in your uh, your life this morning? Did you get some sleep last night? Oh, absolutely not. No, none whatsoever. <laughs> we're still grinding along here. Right now, we're still in OTAs, haven't even gotten to the preseason yet. We're just trying to push ahead one game in front of the other, one foot in front of the other, and hopefully in a couple of weeks we can look back and laugh about all of this. I was uh, bringing up your monologue to a Dave Burkett out in Detroit last week. We both agree you put it perfect. You just take what the defense gives you. That's the best way to put it. It's not surviving in advance so much as just adjusting to whatever that defense is throwing at you. When you have an infant and, you know, it screams for – Maybe it's hungry. Maybe it's the diaper. Maybe it wants to be rocked. Maybe it's gas. Whatever tricks you have, you try them all. And whatever just works for a minute to stop him from crying, you just do that. So you've got to be flexible. If it's the nickel package, you do that. If you need to rush an extra pass rusher, you do that. If you need to go into a shell defense, you do that. Whatever it takes, Ty Dunn, whatever it takes. The only... And I don't want to be that guy, you know, that acts like the expert because I am no expert. The only suggestion, the only tweak here, DA, is uh, you got to avoid the cocoa melon package. That's that's essentially, you know, <laughs> cover zero. You're just letting yourself. You're, you're going to get burnt feet. I mean, in the long run, you're going to probably ruin that kid's life. So avoid that cocoa package. So the cocoa melon, that's really like taking a top off a of defense. I, it's essentially crack, cocaine, I, I would assume. Yeah, it is. One or the other. It's like signing Antonio Brown. <laughs> it is. It is. That's, that's perfect. Yes. <laughs> Ty, what the heck is going on in Buffalo, and why can't we get a straight report from anybody about why there's some type of division up there? It's pretty wild, uh, and I don't think that we should just assume this is all going to go away. And, and nobody should pretend like, hey, they just had this little riff and all is fine on the Eastern front here. Like, no, there's clearly 
something wrong internally with the head coach, with the quarterback, with Stephon Diggs, the receiver, and we're all trying to make sense of it. And I'm sure we'll kind of dissect every angle we, we possibly can here. I, I do think it just comes back to the reality that Stephon Diggs is this insane competitor. He is as intense as any competitor you'll see in the game, let alone the wide receiver position, which, as we know, that tends to be a a diva position. You're going to take on some baggage there. And the Bills absolutely knew they were taking on some baggage when they traded for him because it didn't work out with Mike Zimmer and the Vikings. And I tend to think Diggs was right out there with where that offense was going. But I, I think that as long as he's producing, as long as he's putting up numbers, and he has this rapport with Josh Allen, You've just got to kind of deal with it if you're the Bills because you knew what you were getting into when you acquired Stephon Diggs. Um, you know, I, we had a show with Isaiah McKenzie at Go Long, and Diggs would come up a lot. Uh, you know, even back a couple seasons ago, Isaiah would, would say he's basically his babysitter on the field. Diggs would lose his mind if he wasn't getting the ball, something was going wrong, and he'd calm him down. And uh, the, the analogy that Isaiah used just last month, he came out of happy hour, was perfect. He said, you know what? Sometimes my fiance gets upset about something and she'll go on and on and on and on and on and rip me for this and that. And I'll, I'll say something and she says, no, I just want, I just want you to listen. I just need to talk. He said, that's Stefan Diggs. You just have to let him go. He's a quote unquote free bird. <laughs> you let him get everything off his chest and then you just move on. This strikes me as that this week at Wendell's Drive. Okay, interesting. So when Josh Allen says there's things I could do better, we as an organization could communicate better, this, that, and the other thing, you are more laying this at the feet of an overly emotional Stephon Diggs that just has to let it bubble over, that he's really the one in the wrong here. You know, I I wouldn't even say he's in the wrong because it's part of what makes him special. If he was this tame, quiet, clock in, clock out type of employee, he, he wouldn't be Stephon Diggs. He'd be something else. He'd be something like all the wide receivers who came through Buffalo for a generation and, and couldn't get this team to the playoffs. I mean, they, they needed everything that Stephon Diggs is. When he came in, um, and his receivers coach, Chad Hall, he, he was no longer here. You, you, you wonder if that upsets Stephon Diggs, too. Who knows? Uh, but, my God, he, he said right away that he was the leader. He was the one who changed everything internally every meeting every practice just raise that intensity level to to a stratosphere the bills had never experienced so i think yeah he's probably to blame to a degree because who knows what happened i mean he's paid handsomely he was second in the nfl in targets uh he's it's hard to figure out what he would be upset about other than uh you know the weather in western new york isn't that great i guess and uh, route, route 219 needs to extend, you know, beyond Springville. <laughs> but other than that, things are pretty good. Uh, but I just, I, I think that, yeah, you just, everybody just kind of has to uh, agree that they've got to all get along because um, where, where I don't think we can just, you know, push, to the, push this to the back burner, DA, is, I mean, look at the Seattle Seahawks. You know, they, too, had this signature playoff moment that created a, a schism from within, right? The, the Russell Wilson pass at the one-yard lane. They didn't give it to Marshawn Lynch. Richard Sherman, everybody on that defense, from Seth Wickersham's reporting on, um, was pretty upset about it. And it lingered on and on and on. And I'm telling you, guys were really upset with how 13 seconds went down, 
really upset with the total no-show against the Bengals. Uh, you know, this doesn't last forever. These Super Bowl windows, they can close pretty dang quickly. I'm not saying the Bills' window is going to close, but Diggs is also going to be, what, 30 in November, I believe. You start to wonder how much he has left. He looks great now, but how much elite seasons does Stephon Diggs have left? Josh Allen's health. Um, this all can slip away from you quickly. So I think that's why everybody has to agree, look, sing Kumbaya, move on, and the, the worst thing that could happen is uh, a breakup right now. Yep, you're right. Tyler Dunn joins us from GoLongTD.com. About 60 seconds left. Give me your thumbnail on Aaron Rodgers seeming like everything is happy-go-lucky in New York. Are you buying it, or is this a, a show for the media and the public for Rodgers? <laughs> 60 seconds. Oh, man, wish we had wish we had 60 minutes here, DA. Uh, I, I think that this is, um, you know, speaking of breakups, there is a breakup there, and you've got – You've got one party basically in every conceivable way trying to tell the world that they're happy, they're moving on. He's basically posting all the Instagram photos. Look at how great my life is. To me, it strikes me as projection as, uh, you know, just that, that, that honeymoon phase with the, with, with <laughs> the new relationship, and I don't think it's going to end well. I don't know. I, I, I give Green Bay so much credit because they really could come out in some form or fashion – you know, whether it's anonymously or straight up on the record and give their side of the story because Brian Gutekind's story has been consistent. Aaron Rodgers' story has contradicted itself at every turn. And, you know, as we know in life, if you, if you lie once and you lie again, it's hard to keep all your lies straight. Uh, I think that Aaron Rodgers has kind of twisted himself into a pretzel here, and the Packers are just ready to move on. And they are moving on. And I, I think it's for the best for them over the long haul. I tend to think that this Jets experiment isn't going to work, that Father Time is undefeated, that what made Aaron Rodgers so special the last two MVP seasons was the rapport with Devontae Adams, tens of thousands of reps baked in. I, yeah, I, I don't think this is going to end well in New York. We'll see. Hey, maybe he goes full heel and he wants to stick it to all the doubters and he has one of those seasons, but it, it, it does just seem like typical OTA, hunky-dory, everybody's happy out there. Tyler Dunn can be followed on Twitter at Ty Dunn. Also, check out golongtd.com. It's an excellent website for a lot of cool off-season, long-form NFL stories, so you get your fix of what's going on around the league in a long-form story. And also, you know, it's a, it's a fun podcast listen, and it's a good way to get ready for the season. Also, the book, The Blood and Guts, How Tight Ends Save Football, would make a pretty decent Father's Day gift, just saying. Ty Dunn, next time we'll have you on, and we will spend an hour talking about Aaron Rodgers as we creep closer to the season, okay? Hey, you, you got it, man. Best of luck, survive in advance, take what the defense gives you, all That's that right. stuff. Uh, You're a great dad, and congratulations. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Ty Dunn joining us this morning here on the show. Awesome stuff. And I'm with him on that Rodgers thing. It sounds great now, but I just feel like Rodgers knows exactly how to play the strings on the media, which is why he likes being photographed and filmed at a Taylor Swift concert and at a Knicks playoff game and at a Rangers playoff game. And he went to a Broadway show and he's eating at this restaurant and the New York Post is following his every move. I think he is knowing how to play everybody like a fiddle. 
Standing by with our headlines is a kind sir, Andrew Bogish. Good morning, Bogues. DA, hello again. Headline sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Who knew a Wednesday night mid-June Nationals-Astros game could be so dramatic? Washington scoring three times, top nine, to level the game at four, only to see the Astros load the bases with one out, bottom nine. 2-2. Two, two. Ground ball off the hands to Abrams. Goes home with it. Gets the out there on the first. And it is dropped. It is dropped by Chavis. Abreu comes home. And Abreu scores to win it. That's Robert Ford on Astros Radio. The ball was not dropped at first base. The throw from catcher Kiebert Ruiz hit Jake Myers in the back. And Nats manager Dave Martinez strongly believes Myers was running out of the baseline Martinez brought a photo of the play to his post-game press conference. There it is, right there. Take a good look at it. Is that on the line? I don't think so. I'm over this play. Seriously. They need to fix the rule. <laughs> this is what the umpires see, that he's running down the line. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Fix it. We lost the game, and he had nothing to say about it because he can't make the right call. Brutal. Brutal. So the, I'm over it. The picture does show Myers way to the left of the foul line initially, but he does correct his path. He's in the baseline when the throw hits him just before he gets to first base. All of that giving Houston a 5-4 win. The Rays snapped the A's seven-game run, 6-3 in Oakland, hours after the full Nevada legislature approved $380 million of public funding for a Vegas stadium. Now the governor needs to sign off. And MLB, MLB still needs to approve the move. The Rangers snapped the three-game skid, 6-3 over the Angels. The Red Sox down the Rockies, 6-3, in a game that began two hours late thanks to rain. And the Blue Jays snapped the O's five-game win streak, 3-1. Jose Barrios had a no-hitter through six. And more NBA draft rumors. The Warriors might be open to dealing Jonathan Kaminga to move up in the first round. Kaminga was the seventh pick just two years ago. Averaged 9.6 points and 3.4 rebounds this season. Then kind of complained about his playing time during the playoffs. DA, back to you. Thank you, Bogues. When we come back here on the show, Bradley Beal. Some contenders want him, but his contract could be a huge hurdle. How much so? Next, DA, CBS Sports Radio. that if I was 10% less cocky, over-the-top, flip-floppy, annoying, and as he put it, fat, I would be kind of like every other fat, bald, white guy in radio across the country. DA on CBS Sports Radio. We can't have that. Welcome back. DA with you. You know, if you're outside your normal listening area, you can stream us on your phone using the free Odyssey app or the free CBS Sports app. Remember, if you're around your house as well, you can always... Tell your smart speaker to play CBS Sports Radio. And we're on Sirius XM 158 on top of hundreds of affiliates nationwide. Bradley Beal is going to be the apple of somebody's eye this offseason because the Washington Wizards have reportedly had conversations about him to make him available. Now, the Wizards are the only team that Beal has ever known, and Beal is obviously one of the better guards in the NBA. But... He is going to turn 30 coming up later on this month. In about two weeks from now, he's going to turn 30. And 
He averaged 23 points per game last season. He's a 37% shooter on three-pointers. The thing is, is Bradley Beal a good player? Yeah, he's still a good player. Can he help out a contender? Of course he can help out a contender. Is he a starter on a championship team? I think he could be. I think he could be Jamal Murray light, where he's a very good shooting guard as long as somebody else is the alpha, somebody else is the cornerstone, somebody else is greater. He's not going to win an MVP, but Beal's a very good player who's been trapped in a very bad team for a very long time. The issue is his contract is insane. Did you know, did you know that Bradley Beal is the fourth highest paid player in the NBA? Last year, he signed a max extension, which means he still has Three years at $50 million per. 50, 5 Bradley Beal is making $50 million per season over the next three years. So who's fitting that under the cap? Oh, and by the way, if you trade for him, you owe him $50 million bucks in 23, 24, 50 million bucks in 24, 25, and 50 million bucks in 25 and 26. And then the year after that, 26, 27, he's got a player option, which he'll probably take because it's worth $57 million. So all told, if Bradley Beal opts into his player extension option, his player option for the final year, you will pay him four years at two. $107 million. Again, I ask, how many teams have that flexibility? Beal's a good player. You owe him $50 bucks for four years? Oh, boy, I don't know about that. The fourth highest paid player in the game? I definitely don't know about that. You can always tweet at us, DA on CBS. It is a thirsty Thursday. We'll get to our toast coming up here shortly. But Pat Boyle tomorrow is going to get oiled up. Pat, will you provide us the baby oil or do I need to get you baby oil? Um, No, you don't need to get me baby oil. <laughs> I never thought I'd be actually saying that <laughs> sentence out loud in my life. Uh, no, I believe Shawnee, good old Shawnee boy, is That's getting right. it. Okay, That's have right. you purchased the oil already? Well, no. So, D, I went to uh, one of these uh, jumbo department stores. I, I, I didn't want to <laughs> commit to the eight-gallon bottle of baby oil yeah, yesterday. Yeah, didn't need that much. So, uh, today on my list, a uh, quick run into a store. I'm getting a horseshoe-shaped kielbasa to get slapped in my face and a nice fair-sized bottle of baby oil. Although, list, the list of items. Yeah, those two are an interesting combination. A economy-sized baby oil means we could have oil wrestling between... <laughs> Pat Boyle and maybe Marie in Denver if she makes a a surprise visit. Wow. Wow. We come Wowie Zowie. DA CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.